coming up. Based on the documents that we were able to get, when you line those timelines up, look at the different records, um, it placed him basically where he would have needed to be to do all of these things. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Every time art is created... This is one of the pieces. ...a legacy is born. He tried to make a story out of it, and he tries to share that with the community. And that's what Tony Moreno has left of his father, Anthony Moreno. Last month, a Dallas artist named Anthony Moreno went missing after doing an Instagram Live interview at a local bakery. According to a Dallas police report, Anthony Moreno texted his wife around 12.15 Sunday morning, saying he was heading home. But the next day, while family members were out searching for Moreno... Investigators found a body. I prayed that it wasn't him. Turned out it was. Morgan Young joins us from WFA in Dallas, Texas. Morgan, thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about the background of this case a bit, starting with the victim. Who was Anthony Moreno? So Anthony Moreno was someone who was very well known in um, a community that's uh, in, in the southern part of Dallas. The neighborhood is called Oak Cliff, um, and it's an area that is very well known for art and culture, and it's a very diverse community. Um, and it's a community that's been around for a really long time, and that there's a lot of pride uh, in that area. So Anthony Moreno was an artist, um, and he was known for doing a lot of different kinds of art. He was passionate about art. And he was very well known in the art community for not only his love of creating art, but his support of the art community in Dallas. How did Moreno know Manuel Tellez, the man who's now accused of his murder? So the answer to that question uh, is a little difficult um, because, so if you read the affidavit uh, from what happened here, uh, what police have gathered is that Tejas and Moreno had a common love interest. Uh, that is what police um, have said. They have not really said that that is the motive, um, but that is kind of the hinge of this, if you will. Um, what we do know is that hours before uh, the murder took place, the two were doing an Instagram live video. And the Instagram live really focused on the fact that Moreno had created art and kind of like that cool gothic looking um, skull art that you see. He was creating those pieces and um, uh, Tejas had a bakery in Oak Cliff. And Tejas also was very known in the art community in Oak Cliff, in Dallas. And so he also uh, was known for really supporting artists. So the relationship in this specific situation was that Moreno was actually selling his art at Tejas's bakery. And so the two had done an Instagram live to talk about uh, their love of art, their relationship, and the specific art that was being sold at the bakery. I can also tell you that when I interviewed Moreno's son, Tony Moreno, he was very clear that he did not want to spend a lot of time talking about Tejas. Uh, but when I asked him directly, you know, this is someone that you knew, that your family knew, uh, he said yes. And, you know, he kind of had a grimace on his face when he was saying, you know, when I found out who it was who had done this, you know, I couldn't believe it. Um, and kind of in a, in a quirky thing with this too, uh, there was a GoFundMe page that was created to help pay for, um, Anthony Moreno's funeral costs. And just hours before he was arrested, uh, Teas had actually shared the link to that GoFundMe page on his social media. So on that night, Moreno comes to the bakery to do this Instagram live interview about his art. Was that during business hours or after the bakery was shut down for the day? 
Um, according to the affidavit, it would have been likely when the bakery was shut down. It seems like it happened uh, kind of late at night. Um, and the affidavit also says that Moreno sent a text to his wife a little after midnight to say that he was coming home from that recording. So it would have been later. But of course, that night, Moreno doesn't make it home. His family reports him missing. The next morning, it's a Sunday, and they spend that day looking for him. I spent that Sunday looking for him. But what they would later learn is that on that Sunday morning, a body had been discovered. Yes. And when I spoke to Tony Moreno, he said, you know, he had gone out looking for him Sunday and he had been informed that a body had been found. Uh, the body was found about two blocks from this bakery in an alley. Um, and, and interestingly enough, an alley that's kind of like a, a neighbor. No, 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 it was a busy neighborhood, but a neighborhood. Um, and when we went to find the block where the body was found, um, kind of like a, near a corner house, uh, just, just, you know, never, never that you expect to find a body anywhere, right? But just an, an, an interesting area for that to be found. And two blocks away, he said he heard, he had been informed by investigators uh, that this body was found. And he said instantly he's thinking, okay, I hope it's not him. I hope it's not him. And, and just from interviewing him, it almost seemed as if, you know, when, when you know that you're missing, someone's missing, and then you hear that there's a body found not far away, it doesn't feel good. Uh, he said, you know, a few hours later, it's confirmed that it was his father. Uh, which, you know, at, at which point just a, a range of emotions there. The police report says the two walked two blocks away to this alley sometime before 2 a.m. and that Taya stabbed Moreno to death. So that Instagram Live was on a Saturday night. It's that Sunday morning that Moreno's body is discovered. Where does the investigation go at that point as police are now looking for a killer? Well, according to the affidavit, um, they were able to kind of discover who the killer was just based on some trails that it seems like Taya's kind of left himself. You know, first you've got the Instagram live video that that wrapped up late in the evening. Um, and, you know, the body itself was discovered around nine o'clock in the morning Sunday um, and it had been burned. So they were able to, according to the affidavit, look at the surveillance cameras that were kind of in that area. I told you, you know, the body was found in an alley in a residential neighborhood. So there are homes there with surveillance footage. Um, they're able to use a, a vehicle description from Taya's vehicle. And they also used his own cell phone data to kind of track his location and create a timeline. And according to the affidavit, they used all these things, put it together and determined that after he stabbed him, uh, Tez drove to a nearby gas station. Uh, there's uh, footage of him getting a, a canister of gas. Uh, and then his cell phone records put him back at that alley. Uh, and then of course they find this body burned. Um, so I think, you know, based on the documents that we were able to get, when you line those timelines up, look at the different records, um, it placed him basically where he would have needed to be to do all of these things. When you spoke to Tony Moreno, Anthony Moreno's son, did he have any words for the man now accused of killing his father? He did. And I'm going to tell you, um, I was surprised by them because I've done stories that are similar to this one. And this was actually, I believe, the first time that this has happened. He instantly said, you know, I forgive him. I am a godly man. So I do pray for this man that has took my father's life. He said, I am a godly man and I pray for him. And he said, I hope that he comes to Christ and learns from his mistakes. And I hope he comes to, comes to Christ and learns from his mistakes. And I was really taken back by that. What other memories did Tony Moreno share about his father? I know he talked with you about his father's art. Yeah, he talked about his art and kind of, you know, what we were saying earlier, really emphasized his commitment and support of the art community. You know, one thing he said is that when he realized his father was missing and went looking for him on Sunday morning, 
for some reason that weekend, we had multiple art festivals in North Texas, uh, just in different communities. And he said his first thought was to go look at one of the art festivals um, in a neighborhood called Bishop Arts, which is very close to Oak Cliff, because he said, you know, my father could have been there. That would have been something he wanted to do. He supported other artists. Uh, he described him as a family man. He had three children lots of grandchildren, a doting husband. Uh, and he just said everybody loved him. And, and I will say, you know, that's something that's really supported by the response to this story. We had, um, you know, city elected officials just expressing condolences, knowing who he was, and, and, and people throughout the community who responded to this because he really kind of was that person in this community uh, that was well-known and respected and admired. He had a way with people. He had a way to talk to people and befriend people and spread love. As you mentioned, the family has set up a GoFundMe to help pay for funeral expenses. That GoFundMe is linked in your web story at WFAA.com. What's next in the criminal case here for Manuel Tellez? Well, I think now we wait to see... Um you know, the charges, if there are any additional charges in this situation, um, and, and kind of like let that play out in the court and see what the consequence for this is. And, and it's also, you know, an, an interesting thing here, Tejas is also very well known here. So a lot of people um, in this area, in this city, in this community are keeping a close eye on this. Morgan Young with WFA in Dallas. Thanks for sharing the story. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following us wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.